Shir 15, Psachim, Daf Samach. The Gemara says, Pesach Shashachti Lishmai, Vishaloi Lishmai, it goes into the din of Lishma, but we paskin Stama Lishma. If you didn't say, if you're doing it Lishma, Kavana, we say Stam is Lishma. So here's a fascinating, historically important, there's an Oid Behuda. It's arguably one of the two or three, four most famous Oid Behudas. He was asked by a Chsidisha Goyen about L'shem Yichud. What is the proper language for a L'shem Yichud with all kinds of diukim? And he says, before I respond, what is the Nusach of L'shem Yichud? You should first ask me, should we be saying L'shem Yichud? Because he says, L'dayti zero chayla b'dayreinu. A little historical perspective. The Noy de Yehuda was maybe 15 years younger than the Baal Shem Tev, right at the advent of Hasidus. You can understand that it was a Dover Chadash. They were very worried about it. He says, what do you say? It's a bad thing. He says, He says, He says, what are you coming to change things? He writes this in the early 1700s. And what does he say? He says the famous line, He's referring, he's about chassidim. Listen to what he says. And interestingly, by the way, just the Hasidim, the printer of the press in, in Prague was Hasidish, and he took out and he changed it from Tzadikim Yelchubam the Hasidim Yikashlubam, he turned it into Tzadikim Yelchubam Urisham Yikashlubam, like the Pasik says. And when he saw the copies, they pointed it out to him that the Hasidish printer had changed it. He supposedly said, I wanted to make from Poishim Hasidim, and they made from Hasidim Poishim. Okay, famously. But what is his argument? The writer says, why don't you say L'Shem And basically his response is, he says, by a carbon, you say stamalishma. So he says, when we go to do a Maisa Mitzvah, it's the Maisa Mitzvah's Neskadish, because you're doing it for the Mitzvah, so it blibes the same stamalishma. And then the fellow asks him, but what about, I'll be Kabbalah, you have to have an Amira. You want to be Miyachid, Maisa, Machshava, Dibra Maisa. So he says, that's what the Brach is for. The bracha says, I am doing it, al mitzvah's matzah. So he says, with that amira, you're being miyachid, the machshava dibur and maisa. So he says, l'shem yichud serves no purpose whatsoever. That was the Naida Behuda. Reb Chaim who lived the next generation of the Naida Behuda, the great Beber Chaim, he's the rabbi who grew six inches on Shabbos, saintly tzaddik. He argues, and he says, what do you bring? And he really takes the lamdish of the briskerov. This is the first briskerov in Kachim. When if you ever went to brisk in Zvachim, this is the first thing they teach you. The briskerov says, you know why it's stamalishma? He says, because when you magdish a carbon, it becomes a hefts of a carbon, and it's oimed, this carbon is sitting there and waiting for its shchit and hakrava. So since it already is a hefts shal kedusha, he says, that's why it's niskadi, that's why you say stamalishma. Shreb Chaim uses the lambdas of the briskarov 200 years before him, or 150 years before him, and he says, the carbon is niskadish, that's why you say stamalishma. But when you take a, a lulav or a shayfa, maybe, maybe you want to blow music with the shayfa, it's not niskadish. So he says, over here you shouldn't say stamalishma. And that's why he argues on the Naida Behuda. What would the Naida Behuda hold? There's a chayadam the Mishnah Brewer brings, mitzvah sriches kavana, which means if you picked up the lulav and you were sort of a little absent-minded in shul, you were worried about whatever something, and you're shaking the lulav, l'chayra, you would have to do it over again. Like the chayadam, if you came to shul and you brought your esrig in the silver esrig box and your lulav in the wrapper and you took them out, that means that you came here for the purpose of doing a maisa mitzvah. If you took the shayfer and you put it into your thing and you put on your, your talis and your kittel and if you're the chazan and, and you're blowing shayfer, that says that it's a chef to shul mitzvah. So he says, therefore, when you're doing a maisa mitzvah that clearly 
the surroundings and apply it to my mitzvah, you're for sure yotza and it blives mitzvah shri- You don't need, you wouldn't have to do it again. That is the kavana. That says that there's mitzvah shrikha's kavana. So it's very interesting. Chaim Sharnavitsa says carbon is different because it's niskadish, like the briskarov says, by mirasai. See, therefore he says, since every maisa mitzvah is not niskadish, you need a ushem yichad. And the Naida Behuda says, no. He says, the maisa and why you're doing the maisa shows that you're doing a l'shem kedusha. Do. And therefore you don't need a l'shem yichad. And he says, and by the way, even if you would need, the bracha of chazal would buy the same maila of mitzvah shrikha's kavana. I am doing it l'shem the mitzvah. Very famous Naida Behuda, worth noting. I wanted to say a word on the parsha this week. It says about matzah, the mitzvah of matzah. What is matzah? What does it represent? And the Achreinim say something amazing. They say every fancy concoction, a seven-layer cake, a brioche, sticky buns, whatever your favorite, they puff and they puff. What do they start off with? They start off with flour and water. He says everything starts off, we all start off as flour and water in our youth. And what happens? You start to puff up. And we grow bigger and bigger and we develop an ego and we need validation. And we, we, we look at our friends and where are they going to school and what type of shaduchim? We keep puffing and puffing and puffing. And what's bad about it? Rabbi Aaron Halevi Strashala, Talmud of the Balatanya, once said, the word Gehenim is also called Sha'il, which means borrowed, Milash and Shul. He says, because there's no Gehenim, like having a borrowed identity. I don't know who I am anymore. I need you to tell me who I am. So matzah is, let's free ourselves of all these needs for ears and assumptions and impressing people. My wife told me something remarkable. She said that Prince Mountbatten, Lord Mountbatten, he was like the surrogate father of Prince Charles. She read it. She was just astonishing. He was so concerned about the pomp of his funeral. He wrote a 500-page book with details and subnotes and numbers exactly how his funeral should look. Just think of walking around, carrying around an ego that size, and how liberating it is to say, you know what, I don't care if 10 people show up at my funeral, it really doesn't matter. If the Shekhinah is there, that's fine. I don't care. It's it's so freeing not to have that ego, and not to search validation, and not to need it. So the first thing after freedom, what does it say? The mitzvah of matzah. Go back to flour and water, all that puff up, all that liability, having to impress and shape. It's the opposite of freedom. It's a weight on your back. It's exhausting. Lose it. That's the message of the matzah.